right, what is up, guys? Welcome back. Nope, is that how we say it? Welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Tuxedo Time, where we wear tuxedos and it is time. time. Podcast Podcast edition, edition, Christmas edition. If you're watching us on the YouTube today, you may notice my outfit, my tuxedo, my holiday edition tuxedo is very out of character for me. For those of you who aren't watching and who are listening, rather, (laughs) let me paint this picture for you. She has her normal monochromatic top on. Yes. That says, do not disturb mode on. <laughs> yeah. This, I wore this to match your socks today. Yes. And, but on your bottom half, you're wearing colorful nutcracker leggings. Not only am I wearing colorful nutcracker leggings. And. I'm wearing white leggings, which are the most unflattering <laughs> legging color ever. And you have Santa Claus socks on. I do. <laughs> <laughs> They got Sandy Claus on them. Um, today we're also sitting in our st- our set that we normally sit in, um, but I have slightly decorated for Christmas. Uh, you will, however, notice weird colors like this green pillow, these green trees, some of these things that we'll talk about in a minute. These statues, statues, <laughs> these monoliths. These mo- they're not monoliths. <laughs> Actually, they're called mummers. Um, but. This is not normally stuff we decorate with. Normally we go very monochrome, very like the natural green of the tree is the one color and everything else is like black, white, wood. But when we lived in Vancouver for that one year, when we decided, you know, it would be fun if we did color in the apartment, which is why we have this blue couch and we have that green bed. You got a blue velvet couch. Yeah. (laughs) But um, with that, that Christmas, we also went full ass color. color. which is where these trees came from, this pillow. And uh, so some of the stuff was left over from that era. So I thought, you know what, shag it. Let's jazz up the set with a little bit of an out of character. There you go. Well, at least I am still on brand. Yeah, in you my are. My full monochromatic tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. I'm so- wearing my new Star Wars matching pajama set that Becky bought me. Mm-hmm. Was, it, I guess, was that a Christmas gift? Did you breach? No, no, I didn't. You always just buy me Tilly's every now and I then. I do, yeah. Well, nice. I mean, you've been wearing my pajamas for the last month. Look, I'm like three months behind in laundry. <laughs> okay, let me... <laughs> See, remember I, when I said that sometimes I'm behind in laundry and I just bought new pajamas and you said, <laughs> Mom! Yeah, so well, I, I did, just I, did that for you. I didn't do that. You forced me into it. I did it. it for you. Yeah, so I... When I come home from work every day, for those who don't know, it's just I don't want people to think I'm like a dirtbag just wearing dirty clothes. Oh, no, no. I take all of my clothes, scrubs, undershirt, underwear sweater, everything I wear at work, it goes right in the laundry machine. Like immediately, like shoes come off in the garage. Yeah. He walks Socks, in barefoot, underwear, everything, everything comes off. Goes right into the laundry machine and it gets run on a daily basis. Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. It's the COVID laundry machine. Yeah. This is our COVID. Uh, um, Slash the laundry machine we use for everything. Yeah. No, this is like the COVID. Um, protocol. Protocol. Yeah. So you, everything comes off. Yeah. Then I scamper through the house. Yeah. In the nude. In the buff. I love, it's one of my favorite parts of the day when you're like, honey, I'm home. And you run through the. Anyway, so then I run, get a shower and then. Wash your hair, everything. Like right. nothing gets yeah. untouched. Wash my glasses. Yes. And then put on comfy clothes, my tuxedo. Yeah. And that's what I do every day. So I only really wear non-work clothes mm-hmm. on the weekends, basically. Yeah. I read an article the other day. Um, which, le- was- which leads to my point that that's the reason why I've blazed through all of my non-work clothes. Cause oh, I have, I have like right, weeks right. worth of underwear. Yeah. Yeah. So every it's, it's like I use up two days of regular clothes per week. 
and I had probably, you know, I probably had 30 pairs of underwear. That's a lot of underwears. And socks. Do you have like certain underwear that you're like, fuck yeah, these are the best. Not really. And then other ones you're just like, oh, um, I should probably do my laundry because these underwear suck. The only ones I like, I don't like the ones that are like, like the shorter boxer briefs. Oh, I know why. Yes, you do know why. Your friends fall out of the side. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but um, I read an article the other day that said it was called something like, how often should you wash your pajamas? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't think I want to read this. Right. People, they're like, really, you should wear the, you should wash them after every wear or every second wear. I was like, you're not going to a COVID hospital. That's a lot of laundry to be at. Yeah. I think that's like, so, and then like, it went on to say like most people like go like a week. Cause I mean, if you think like for you, you get a shower, you put your pajamas on, you basically go to bed. You're not sweating. You're not a sweaty person. Me, on the other hand, I am a sweaty person. Don't wash my pajamas as much as I should probably. It's okay. Whatever. I've never noticed. When they smell, I put them in the washer. <laughs> so anyway, I have, I have my full-on monochromatic tuxedo, including my new socks. Yeah, I love those socks. That I'm my, stealing those. That the PAs that I work with bought me. The physician assistants I work with bought me. I'm not going to tell you what they say. It's incentive for you to look it up on the podcast on the video form on YouTube. They're sick. I'm totally stealing those. This is very on brand for Becky. It would actually they would match both thematically as well as aesthetic, aesthetically with your sweater. With my sweater that says "Do Not Disturb" mode yeah. on. <laughs> Such a dumb sweater. I love it. I love traveling in a sweater. So people, no one bugs you. So no one talks. People still talk to me. Yeah. So I'm in holiday mode. You're kind of in holiday mode. This is holiday mode. Yeah. Star Wars is a holiday um, movie franchise. No. Why are you giving me the... How? Because every new Star Wars in recent, in modern times... Came out around the holidays. Has been released over Christmas holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making it a holiday movie, just like Die Hard is a holiday movie. I was just going to say, just like Die Hard? (laughs) Correct. That is correct. (laughs) Amazing. So yeah, today's episode is all about like the holidays and Mm -hmm. Christmas. We did a Halloween one. We couldn't not do Christmas. Mm -hmm. So here's the Christmas episode. There you go. So... First of all, let's talk about like decorating, holiday decorating. Okay. Because I feel like our st- like every year has been completely different when like the height of our blogging days when I had to put up the tree like basically in November and have all the posts ready pre-December. Okay. Um, but this is like for people don't know, that was when you started off in your like, it, it was like your part of, what would you call that? The home... It was like a home blogger. We were like home decor bloggers. You were like a mommy blogger with no, no kids. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. And I was doing home decor blogging, very different than mommy blogging. In the height of our blogging days, when you're doing like home decor blogging, you're expected to put up a holiday home tour every year. Oh yeah, that was like that's like the big the big post. It's the big post for the year. And when you're in that world, you put your tree up November first and your posts Everything is shot and your posts are up and done by like mid-November because as a person who's not into blogging, you're a real person who puts their tree up in like December. They're looking for- like a real person. (laughs) Like you're looking for ideas, right? You're on the Pinterest in November looking for ideas. So if you are a blogger and your shit isn't on Pinterest in November, no one's going to look at your stuff. That's true. So for many, many years- we, I, I spent so much time decorating the house, decorating every like tree up shelf styled 
living room done, kitchen done, hallway done, front porch done. Doing your little DIYs. Doing my DIYs. At one point I was doing like 12 DIYs at Christmas, which was like, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? This is awful. But every year I had to, I didn't have to, but every year I wanted to change it so that the home tour didn't get stale every year. Right. That's how we ended up with so much crap in our basement that was Christmas related. So much. We had a regular tree, artificial tree. We had a flocked tree. We did. We had three sets of decorations. One was green and silver themed. Because that was what we did the first year. One was magenta and something else. No. I never did a magenta tree. I had some pink stuff for something, some reason. Okay. Well, you had pink stuff for some reason. Yeah. And then we had like gold and silver and gold maybe. Okay. No. Oh my God, Chris. How long were we in the house? We did four Christmases in the house. Uh-huh. We did green and silver the first year. We did a black and gold one year with a white tree. We did- Yeah, um, black and gold. We did white and green one year, and we did gold and silver. I think Either way. Year. Either way, it doesn't matter. Colors. Colors. And now we like- don't even have a tree up yet. By the time you listen to this, we'll probably have a tree up. It is November Minimal. 18th. It's December. I mean, December 18th, sorry. 18th. Yeah. So we, we go super minimal now with the decorations. Um, we kind of like, I feel like over the years have really settled into like what we like and mm-hmm. what we feel is like a representation of, of us and, and what we have the energy to do. And I don't have the energy to decorate an entire house for Christmas on November 1st. So we get a real tree. We have a handful of black and white glass balls that have plus signs on them. Mm-hmm. And that's very uh, on brand, very on brand. And then we have some like little porcelain white ones that have black, like snowflake pattern, but they almost look stitched, but they're porcelain. That's like the extent of what goes on our tree plus lights. And then you decorated the set though. I did decorate the set with, with all of stuff. our stuff. Yeah. So I have some like wooden painted trees here and some of these little fairy lights, which I like. They make a nice mood. I love those wood beads. There is something on the shelf that um there's a few things on the shelf here that um that you hate look (laughs) i just think that they're not on brand no that is the mummers yeah there are all these for anyone who's not looking there are these basically these little tiny mini statues (laughs) that are colorful they're mini they're monoliths they're tiny monoliths monoliths. shaped like mummers okay wait pause Nobody yep. knows what a mummer is. Okay, so if you don't know what a mummer is, and picture. Listen, before Chris tells you what a mummer is, you'll when you hear what the definition of the mummer is, you'll know why these are special to me if you know me at all. Because yeah, I'm not into color, but these, I'm, I'm googling uh, what these things look. Okay, like. Okay, let me tell you what a mummer is. A mummer is a part of a Newfoundland Christmas tradition where you get dressed up in whatever. You can put a sock over your head, a bag over your head. You wear rubber boots with your sweatpants tucked in. You have a cloth over you, um, you know, hat on your head. You're basically unrecognizable with whatever you can find in the house, doilies, tablecloths, whatever. Then you go to your friend's house, you knock on the door, and then if they let you in for whatever reason, If they think, okay, these people are not serial killers, we'll let them in. Um, You go in, you do a little dance around. The people who own the house guess who you are. If they guess right, you you take off your disguise. They offer you a drink. You stay for a visit, and then you go to the next house, and you collect the people from that house that you just visited. Um, Traditionally, that's what mummering is. So uh, this is a Newfoundland tradition, and every year... There's a Mummer's Day parade, which happens like in the middle of December and everyone gets dressed up like this. 
it's terrifying if you had, have never experienced or looked at mummers before because they look like terrifying serial killers. They do. They look, I'm trying to remember that the horror, I was just trying to Google it. I can't find it. There's a horror movie, rel, I mean, a few years ago at least, and it was something about like a house, like yeah. the strangers or the others or the- Okay, yeah. I can't and, talk about it. And they there's like these characters with like basically burlap sacks over their head and like dark eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. Yes. Look, this guy looks like something from Saw. He's kind of scary. He has a stitched together dog face. It's a horse, isn't it? A stitched together horse face, equally as scary. Yeah. And uh, the blanket's kind of whimsical. Mummer. So if you look at these, you'll be like, that is so out of character, just like my leggings today for me to have. Correct. But here's the thing. I am absolutely obsessed with the province that I grew up in. I love Newfoundland from the bottom of my heart, literally obsessed with the island. And over the years, my parents used to give me one of these mummers every year for Christmas. And so they basically are collector's item. I don't even know if they make them anymore. I have like five or six of them. So they're a little bit of like home and they're a little bit sentimental to me because it's just like a moment of Newfoundland. And I know that they don't match our decor and I might not put them up, but I put them in the set today, A, to talk about it because it's funny, but like also it's just like a little nod to my home and I've said it before and I'll say it again. My heart is in Canada. My heart is in Newfoundland. And uh, yeah, it's just special. It's something I, that reminds me of home. Well, that's really sweet. You made me feel bad now, but they're yeah, still off you brand. should feel bad, you motherfucker. I don't feel bad. I hate the mummers. I'm going to throw them all away. Uh, I always make fun of you and troll you and say I'm going to tr- trash them. I know. I do. would, but I'm just afraid that they're going to come back and haunt me. They might, but they're also very expensive. So please don't. The monoliths, they're back. Oh God, your face is a monolith. <laughs> anyway, so with the Christmas decor, I don't know what to talk about. with the, Like, is there anything that you like when we when it comes to decorating? Like, because you're not really into it. Like, I do all the decorating. No, honestly- um, like if I lived alone, <laughs> you like wouldn't hypothetically speaking, I yeah. probably just wouldn't decorate because well, I'm you, just like, I don't know. You did say the other day you wanted to put up exterior lights, but you didn't do it. Yeah. Like if I had a bunch of lights here already, I probably would have put them up, mm-hmm. but maybe next year, the, the threshold for me to like have to go to the store, buy the lights. Dude, I went to target to get lights. They were fresh out. Really? Yeah. They didn't have like any lights. They had like one or two like indoor lights and just hmm. nothing. Yeah. Their selection wasn't great. I mean, if there year. was, if we had lights, I'd probably put them up. Mm-hmm. But otherwise it's like, okay, this is too much effort. I have like so much other stuff to do right now. Yeah. I feel like Christmas kind of snuck up on us. And like, quite honestly, with the pandemic, like I've been feeling pretty down and I wasn't even going to put up a tree, but I, I thought, well, my mom convinced me to do it and you oh. did. But like, I, I figured that we should try to have some type of normalcy this year. Also, we don't have any kids. Yeah. I feel like if we had kids, it'd be like all out. Yeah. And maybe it will change when we have kids. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I like the warm glow of a, you know, lit Christmas tree in the evening while you're watching a movie or something. It's nice. Yeah. You have your cherry cake and stuff. Um, And And I I love the cherry cake. Oh, yeah. I like making wreaths and kind of getting- Doing your little DIYs. Getting a little like Nordic vibe on the go. There's no Nordic vibes in here tonight. <laughs> but there will be upstairs when we get the tree up. Mm-hmm. But cherry cake. So let's talk about that. That's something that's like a tradition. Yeah. So your mom has always made the best cherry cake ever. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's it's like a, it's not it's moist. It's dense, but it's not too dense. Yep. It's moist. Moist cherry because cake. there's fucking four eggs, a package of cream cheese, and four cups of butter in it. So good. Can you stop? That's the sound of the cherry cake. Yeah, you're the right. moist cherry cake. 
with the ropes of icing on it. Mm, so good. You always find a way to ruin my favorite things. <laughs> ropes <laughs> of icing. Yeah, they're like drizzles of icing. Like yeah, I know. Icing. Yeah, I know. I know. I anyway. Yep. So, <laughs> fuck. You're the worst. <laughs> so my mom makes this cherry cake yeah, every year, like delicious. ever since we were kids, and like the smell when it's cooking. And we've been together since. <gasps> 2003 yes so, so i've this been is eating like a this, part of your i've been eating this cherry cake for 17 years yes and when we moved away yep you started making it i did because you love it and yeah. i love it and it's not christmas if you're not smelling that cherry cake baking in the oven <laughs> right around christmas and if you're not eating it for breakfast every morning with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee it's just like it's a tradition that um, is relatively easy to keep going because I love to eat. Johnny Harris would be rolling in his grave if he was dead now. Why? Eating cake for breakfast. Oh, yes. But that's different. For breakfast. See? It's not pancakes and that. Rest it's Christmas. Peace, he's not even dead. What the fuck? <laughs> God, poor old Johnny. All he's doing is over there collecting his moss and here you are talking about his grave. <laughs> he loves moss, doesn't he? I, do, I, yeah, I love he that. I love that too. Oh. Um, I respect a man who can get yeah. very obsessed with something that I, to like, to the it, point where that I would get obsessed with something. Especially something as niche as moss. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I dies for his stories. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so yeah, this cherry cake is really good. So I made a cherry cake today. Um, so we're just trying to like have a Christmas, some sort of Christmas. We were supposed to be home this year. Um, we were supposed to be home last year. Yeah. No, not. Yeah. Well, we were not for Christmas. You were no, on call. No, but right at, we were supposed to be home. I was on call, but. Right Our plan was to go home in January and yep. then Snowmageddon hit. Yep. They had like a record setting snowfall. There were The whole city was shut down for a full week. Yeah. And the, I think it was like the most snowfall in a hundred years or something. Yep. And then, so we canceled that trip and then we were going to go in March and then the pandemic, pandemic hit. hit. And we were supposed to go in May. And the and pandemic, pandemic was still, still there. Still there. <laughs> and we were supposed to go in August and the pandemic was still there because yeah. people That's four trips wear home. their masks. Yeah. Four trips. And then we were supposed to go on probably tomorrow we would have gone friday yeah but pandemic can't go mm -hmm. so um yeah things are a bit strange yes yeah but anyway such is life yeah um i kind of sort of on the theme of decorating and just like not really doing things that i just don't want to do mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of also the theme with gifts yes because i a lot of people doing things i don't want to do gifts <laughs> yeah yeah so a lot of people have asked me like what you're getting like what are you getting becky for christmas nothing i'm just like you don't do gifts uh nothing yep do people like people ask you that at oh, work? yeah i work but do that's like weird? that's, that's like, like a and i guess you don't really work with people so like <laughs> you don't i I'm guess alone, you, like, I guess you just don't, don't have basic social skills <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that gets uh, no it's like you know people talk about like oh are you ready for christmas you ready for the holiday that's like a classic yeah, it's like thing. a small talk thing it's right. like you're ready for christmas you get to yeah i like i'll ask people that too you know yeah. just and um and a lot of people say oh yeah yeah we're ready um have you got back you've got your wife anything or have you bought whatever mm -hmm. and like we don't, we don't have kids so it's not like what'd you get your kids for christmas yeah but uh yeah there's they asked and i was like oh we, we just we don't do gifts and some people are like oh okay they're like it's really weird they're really weirded out by that mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's because like it's just a very different than what they do probably probably well i mean honestly it's very different than what we've always done true christmas became very um financially stressful 
trying to, you know, did I get enough for this person? Did I spend enough on this person? Uh, am I trying to one up myself from last year? Like, I want to make sure that my gift is as good as what my sister's getting, like for my parents or whatever. And it just became like, when you step back from that, you're just like, ew, like, this is not what this is supposed to be about. How much money can I spend? How much, yeah, how much in still, debt can I go? You're still, you get your parents' gifts. Yes. But I, before the pandemic, we made a pact with my parents and, and yours that we were only going to exchange experiences. So we weren't going to get gifts. Christmas day would not include exchanging gifts. Um, but we would go and do something. So we'd go to like a fancy restaurant all together and have like uh, create a memory together. And oh yeah, I went to Raymond's that one time. Yeah. And that's like, it, it's either an experience like that or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, this year we can't do any of the things. So I did send them up a couple of tillies, but like I wasn't about to, you know, I'm not going to spend two or $300 and trying to stress myself out, trying to figure out what to get them. You know, we just decided, you know what, here's a couple of little tillies. When we get, we can see each other again, we'll do an experience and that will be our, mm-hmm. our gift. But sorry, I, that was a tangent. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was basically me coming back to the fact that, um, I feel like I'm done doing shit. I don't want to do anymore. Yes. And the <laughs> shitty thing about those Christmas times is like, yes, you don't want to do shit. You don't want to do anymore, but like you never had to do the Christmas shopping. You never had to do the wrapping. Like right. it was always me who had to do that. And it became And you're sick so of doing stuff stressful. that you want to do. Exactly. Yes. But like, we used just, to spoil the shit out of each other. Oh my God. We used to spend so much money. I mean, we were living like, at home. Yeah. We had to just, so all of our income was essentially disposable income. Yeah. So we'd buy each other crazy amounts of gifts. And the big gift would be like, a lens. lens. Yeah. I know. Like, oh, I bought you the 60 millimeter prime, but I also got you the 24 to 70 F2.8 because you didn't well, even, you know, whatever, you know, $300 yeah. on a filter. And like when we were, we were kids, like you said, like we had disposable income because we were living at mom and dad's. Like I remember spending like seven or $800 on you for Christmas. Now that's Canadian. Canadian dollars. Yeah. But still like. That's a lot of money. For, yeah. For yeah. like. It got excessive. It was out of hand. And then and also. Then, sorry. No, you go. And then it just got to a point where like, I was feeling like I had to spend that much money, but you didn't want anything. So I was buying you stuff and you're like- For the sake of buying. For the sake of buying stuff And then I would have to feign interest in like just random shit that I didn't Because I'm trying to fill up the $700, whatever, but you already have all the glass. Because I bought you a lens. Yeah, but like what, and like, yeah, And then you're thinking, oh my God, I have to buy him more stuff because he bought me this big item or all these items. Just, yeah. And then I feel the same way. It was like, oh my God, I got to buy her this stuff because there's, it's just, it's like this- Christmas cold war. Yeah. It's We're like, just trying to like one up and it's just like, it's just not what it's about. Right. So you and I decided how many years ago now? Oh God, it's been a while. Five. Now. Yeah. No gifts. We realized, oh my God, this is like a stressful, it's, it's a stressful thing having to worry about it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, are they going to like it? And then there's like, there's stress. Yeah. And it's like, why are we doing this? Yeah. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, I will be honest, like when we did get each other gifts, it was always exciting to see like what you picked out because you always got really thoughtful gifts and like really nice stuff. Whereas like when I was buying for you, I had no fucking idea what not, to get you. Other than that lens, I could not tell you one gift I ever bought you. Right you bought now. me black milk leggings one year. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you bought me like shoes before, like just random, like in your fashion days, you bought me like some like really cool I stuff. I got you some Cole Haan shoes. Cole, yeah, I think you did. Or yeah, I think they were... I can't remember now, oh, that's but too funny. Um, but yeah, it's just like 
Yeah, I'd be buying you like coach bags and- You bought me uh, Zelda Wind Waker one time. It, we talked about this <laughs> in the podcast. We're not going to go there. But like, I remember buying you like expensive designer bags, like when you were in your fashion days. like uh -huh. a And like I couldn't afford it, but I would buy it for you anyway because right. I thought I had to. It was so insane. It it's was just, insane. We yeah. were just wrapped up in this consumerist yes. consumerism version of Christmas. I'm just like over that. Do you know, like I would rather wake up on Christmas morning- and do the traditional stuff that we would do, like make cinnamon buns, make coffee, like sit around, listen to Charlie Brown Christmas and just like hang out and chat and shoot the shit, maybe put on a Christmas movie and then cook lunch together. Like, I don't give a shit about like, it's yeah, it's nice like to get gifts, but like, I don't give a shit about it anymore. Yeah. I just don't want like, I don't want that. And honestly, like since we got rid of that gift giving, spending, like since it's become way more enjoyable and way less stressful in December. Like we already have the worry about our work and like cluing things up for the end of the year. Like, and then to put on like spending a shitload of money and buying stuff and wrapping stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's takes it, the pressure off not to do it. Exactly. And also um, it's for you and I, we're both difficult people to buy gifts for. We're so particular. It's like for you, if you, wanted a piece of camera gear or equipment. Yeah. You buy it as a business expense because that's what you do for a living. Yeah. And I don't like stuff. Like I feel like I'm always trying to minimize the amount of stuff I have. And then when Christmas rolls around, you get given stuff that you, you don't love. And you'd then, be super easy to buy for. I could uh, definitely yeah. buy a little Tilly's for you. I just go out and get a bunch of candles and shit. Yeah. Ones that smell <laughs> like man. But you yeah. like, even then like for you, like you're still very difficult to buy for like I, but even throughout the year, like I guess what would happen if we were giving each other gifts is I'd save it up. But like, you know, middle of the year, like, oh, I know Chris is going to need this like little puffy winter coat for this thing. So I'll just buy it for him or like, you know, buy you new undershirts or socks or and like you bought me this sweater and you bought me two other hoodies, fleece line hoodies. Cause I get cold so easily. Yeah. You bought me this pajama set. But and it was just like, oh, he needs this thing, so I'm just going to get it. I know, But uh, it's like the middle of October and you'd buy it, right. not but Christmas. Now, I will say, though, that mm -hmm. some people can't afford to do that. So they save up all year for Christmas, and Christmas is the excuse to get those things. Yeah, so, and that's fine. Which is fine. But like for us, like I feel very thankful and grateful that we're in a position where we can buy the $100 sweater in October because you need it now. That costs $100? The Patagonia one did. Holy shit, man. The, yeah, they're expensive. Jeez, Christ, I would have turned it if I knew that. I told you, though, that if something happens to you, you can send it back and they'll send you a new one. If so something for, happens to it? Are you meaning if I get regret that I want my $100 back? No, it's too late. I bought, don't you love it? You it's look nice. fantastic in it. <laughs> I always laugh like when I see like stuff on shows or like the internet where it's like the wife says that she doesn't want something for Christmas or her birthday. And then the husband goes, okay, I'm not going to get her anything. And then she gets mad because she didn't get anything. I and it's just like, in my eyes. Just, are you okay? Are you blind now? I'm blind. I can't Your retina is just detached. You're just done. Detached for it. I'm done. My career's over. <laughs> like I get rageful thinking about that. Cause it's just like, don't play those fucking games. Like don't say that you oh don't God. want something and then expect something. Like, I'd be that's just so out of that relationship. Same. Get out. Like, no, I don't I'm not into like, that communicate yeah if i say i don't want something don't buy me anything and so we haven't exchanged christmas gifts we haven't exchanged birthday gifts we do like like for birthdays we'll go out for supper we'll have an experience right mm -hmm. um or like we'll order something and we'll have a date like specifically um i feel like dating is like very important to us um going on dates even if it's as simple as just going for a walk and holding hands and having hot chocolate 
it's like creating these little uh dates with your partner especially like during a pandemic when you're stuck at home it's so important (laughs) so birthdays christmas like good excuses to just go on a date Uh, no no birthday gifts by the way too yeah no birthday gifts no but no no, i'm not telling you yeah no because you've made exceptions in the past before you're like nope this isn't christmas i got you a birthday gift yeah i'm not getting you a birthday gift this year um but maybe we'll order sushi or something okay get takeout anyway so yeah there gifts. you go. That's the that's, that's the story our, on the gifts. That's our policy on gift giving. Mm-hmm. No gifts. No gifts. No mummers. That's, that's the policies well, of this the, house. The mummers are. Listen, I haven't been home in a year and a half, so like, shut up. Let me have my mummers. I'm gonna like start making like moving around the house like the like the elf, elf on, on the, the shelf. shelf. Yeah, but they're gonna be doing like really demonic things. God, can you imagine how exhausting having an elf on the shelf would be? What's interesting though, like when it is time for us to have children, is like how different. Um, our traditions with them are going to be then like how we grew up because you and I grew up with family mm-hmm. going to family dinners and, and going to these like family parties. And, um, now we, we all live with ex- extended family in the same town. Right. And so now like when it's time for us to have children, it's going to be like, okay, it's our year to fly, to drive to Toronto and fly to St. John's for Christmas. Like that's going to be a part of the tradition for our kids, which is crazy. I don't know. Like um, I never have, I never ever traveled during Christmas ever in my life. I don't life. think it's going to be part of it. You don't think so? No. Um, I can count on one hand the number of Christmases that my grandparents flew down to see us. Yeah. Like Christmas was like at our house. Mm-hmm. If anyone wanted to come to our house, then they, they could would come. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. Like yeah. It, was, it was never like, okay, we have to split this Christmas over in California with dad's parents. And then we got to go to Canada for the next California with mom's. It's like, no, we were in Texas. I just think of like my cousins who have kids who like come home every second or third Christmas with their kids. But yeah. So traditions, let's talk about some traditions. Like what are obviously like, since we've been away from home, like some of those traditions aren't possible, but like, what are some of your favorite besides the cherry cake, your favorite Christmas traditions. I like to have my Christmas dumplings mm-hmm. at my grandmother's house. Okay. So your so grandmother is Chinese. My nanny Fong. Mm-hmm. She would make, she makes dumplings every Christmas Eve. Okay. So and are these like pork Yeah, like dumplings? pork dumplings. Like just, I don't know. They're like kind of like just, I don't know, Chinese dumplings. Like almost, they look almost like, like Almost like dim sum. Oh, yes. Okay. But we would, because mom and dad would always like to go to church which was my least favorite tradition of Christmas. Except for that one time that that kid, this little idol kid, they had like the candle ceremony where I had the, those plastic cups around the candles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this little kid was being a shit disturber the whole service. And then like they stood up for a hymn and then he took his candle, it wasn't lit. And as soon as his mom was about to sit down, he just threw the candle under her ass. <laughs> And the, and the cup, the plastic, hard plastic cup blew up in the smithereens oh my God. and exploded everywhere. And she like looked back at him and she- Wait, was the church silent? Yes. Okay. And he looks up at her and she's like, you broke it. <laughs> and it was me, Justin. I'm pretty sure Matt Reed was there. Like just us. These like, are your best friends. Well, yeah. your cousin and your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like behind them trying not to laugh because it was in like silence. <laughs> And the more you try not to laugh, the more you laugh. Right? Oh, yeah. In a church that's silent and a kid just yelled, you yeah. broke it. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're, and you knew he was like, the kid was like, oh, my God. Probably like five years old, four years old, maybe. Like he was very young. Yeah. So it was almost like you couldn't tell if he did it on purpose because he's a shit disturber or if he was just becoming one. Anyway, it was, yeah. uh, it was very funny. 
But yeah, so after the church service, which was usually in the evening, like later in the evening, like nine or 10, I feel like it was when it was finished. Yeah. We would go to Nanny's house mm-hmm. and have dumplings and it'd be like 11 p.m. And we'd be having dumplings on Christmas Eve. And that would mm-hmm. be our last stop. Mm-hmm. And it was very few people, very low key, just eating dumplings. Yes. And then go back to our respective houses. Yeah. I only got to have dumplings a couple of times. Uh, the hard thing I feel like about Christmas where like I have a massive family and so do you and like you have your traditions and I have mine like sometimes we wouldn't be together on Christmas Eve and you would go to your grandmother's and I'd go to my aunt and uncle's because my aunt and uncle would always have a big party Mm -hmm. um and then we'd always after the party would go by and by party I mean like it's very chill tree it's 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 just like like, it's a family get together it's not like a party where you're like having to dress up and make small talk with people and try to explain to people what you do for a living it's like (laughs) what do you do for a living becky uh, describe your youtube channel give me your elevator i make videos about my life like (laughs) it's like oh okay cool all right well anyway i'm gonna go over here and talk to this person but um a very chill party and then you know we'd go home and then we go back to my parents house and growing up this is like a tradition that we had all the time like when it was christmas eve we were about to go to bed we'd put up our stockings um and then we would sit on the couch and my dad would read us um the night before christmas and my mom would videotape it (laughs) and um we'd hang yeah we'd hang our stockings and then we'd go to bed and that was it i remember the first christmas where um we you and i had our house it was our first christmas in our house Mm -hmm. in saint john's and I was torn about what to do. Do I go up and hang my stocking and read the book? Or do I say like, I'm an adult now, I've moved out and this is the end of the tradition. And I remember, I don't think I went. I think we decided as a group that like, it was time to like, we were old enough now to like, you know, go on and, and make our own our own Christmas traditions. And I remember sitting on the couch, bawling my eyes out. <laughs> And the next morning I went to my parents' house to do the Christmas presents and dad said that everyone was bawling on the couch. And so we all kind of had like a really hard time, I think like with that transition. So meanwhile, fast forward nine years later and we're like thousands of miles away in a pandemic. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And we can't even go home. It makes it like so seem so trivial now. It does. Yeah. I know like to be five minutes down the street. Yeah. And yeah. feeling like, oh, the traditions are over. This yeah. is like, you know. Yeah, it's so stupid. I would give anything to be able to just like eat cherry cake at my mom and dad's and drink curried coffee at their island. <laughs> I, I have fond memories of drinking cups of tea at your parents' house mm-hmm. after supper. Yes. Tea was a commodity that was always had. Very cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Other than that, we don't really have a whole lot of traditions. You and me together? Yeah. No, we do cinnamon buns Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, this year we're going to try to do dumplings. They will not be anything like your grandmother's, but you know, we're going to really sweet. You're making me dumplings. Well, you know, trying to keep the tradition alive and <laughs> we'll do the cinnamon buns. And then I think Christmas day, we're not going to do a turkey. I think we're going to make a prime rib. Um, cause I think I like turkey, but I think it's a bit overrated. It's a lot of work for just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> But you like the turkey, so. I, I like it all. Yeah. not going to complain. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about holidays, Christmas Day. We're probably going to watch a Christmas movie. Yep. Um, I want to know what your favorite Christmas movie is and what Christmas movie you dread watching. Any of the Star Wars movies is my favorite Christmas movie. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Any other Christmas movies I don't like? <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, Chris Nicholas hates a stressful movie. And most of the Christmas movies are yeah. stressful because stuff goes wrong. Any, it's like, the, it's this genre of movie all of genre. its own. This genre of movie that of its own where it's like, it's, and it's usually the setting is a new romantic relationship where one of the significant others is meeting the parents for the first time. Yeah. And they're like coming home or like, you know, and like everything goes wrong. Yeah. That's a classic trope, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Or like, you know, everyone's having a happy Christmas, but then there's like somebody evil who comes to try to like ruin Christmas for everybody, whether it's through like robbers or being the Grinch. Um, and then, you know, somebody has to try to save Christmas, but it's always like, oh my God, are they going to do it in time for Christmas day? Is it going to be ruined for all the little kitties? Like it's just, yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I you just, hate movies like that. I just hate movies where everything goes wrong. And it's stressful. Yeah. It's like, I want to enjoy this. I don't want to be stressed out. I have no stress in my own life. But you know what, Chris, <laughs> like think about a story. There needs to be some kind of like conflict or like. Yeah. But it's like one of those, it, it's, not everything that can go wrong will go. It doesn't have to be like Murphy's law of yeah. movies, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really love watching the elf. I feel like elf is just a movie I watch. You hate it. Your eyes just said, that was a mega eye roll. <laughs> I just, might just, I just, I just yeah, relocated you, my retinas. <laughs> <laughs> Your retinas are now triple detached. Yeah. You're <laughs> double so, detached and now meaning they're reattached because yeah. it's a double negative. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they detached so hard that they reattached. <laughs> They've gone all the way around. <laughs> Full circle eye roll. I've t torsed my retinas. Oh God, you hate that movie. I just don't really like Will Ferrell movies. I'm personally offended. <laughs> you feel personally attacked? Yes. I also just don't like really like Adam Sandler movies. <gasps> you take that back, <laughs> you, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. I was gonna say that after I said, you take that back, you bitch. <laughs> Adam Sandler movies are literally the best movies that uh, exist. Debatable. That's why I watch them by myself yeah. over and over and over. <laughs> Adam Sandler is your Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I love him. Except if, can't say this in the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. I will say any Adam Sandler movie with Jennifer Aniston, they are like the dynamic duo. They're perfection together. Just go with it. Isn't that the only movie they did together? Yeah. And they did that other uh, murder, what is that one where they went, they were on the vacation and this guy invites them onto their yacht and then somebody gets killed. And it's, I think it's called like murder mystery or murder something. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, there's just such a dynamic duo. I feel like anytime Jennifer Aniston is in a movie, it's good, but like put her in an Adam Sandler movie and it's like leveled up. <laughs> just go with it is the best Adam Sandler movie, but it is not a Christmas movie. Fun fact. I like any romantic comedy that is set in a tropical destination. i.e., like Hawaii, Bahamas, uh, like, so how does this relate to Christmas? It doesn't. So we're moving on. <laughs> I don't really like old Christmas movies. I mean like old, old. Like my parents watched Miracle on 34th Street, the black and white one. Oh, wow. Every year. And I hate it. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm going to barf. Old movies? Or just that old movie? Old black movie? and white movies. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Why? <laughs> one year. This is the same reason why. One year you barfed while watching a black and white movie and now you can't watch black and white movies because you're classically conditioned. Yes. Really? One year I had the stomach flu. And oh my God. And you were watching a black and white movie. Gilligan's Island was on it. It was black and white. Uh -huh. And I was feeling vomity and I barfed. 
Uh-huh. And that same night, my parents had the kitchen lights off because the kitchen lights were always on. So in my in my parents' house, the, the kitchen is like three steps up from the living room. The living room is like kind of sunken. And so normally, like the setup, this has nothing to do with Christmas and everything to do with my bar story. But like- <laughs> You're a metaphobia. Yeah. Um, usually they have like kitchen lights stay on and then like the living room lights are kind of dim. But for whatever reason, this day, the kitchen lights were off and- I had the stomach flu, so I was laying on the couch and a black and white Gilligan's Island was on. And so now I associate black and white movies and kitchen lights off to being nauseous, but only at their house. I can have our kitchen lights off and it's no big deal. Is that the reason why you always want me to leave the bathroom light on like dimmed? No, that's because I'm afraid of the dark and I hate waking up in the middle of the night not being able to see. Oh, you're afraid the mummers are going to come for you. (laughs) God. (laughs) Fuck you. One day you're going to wake up. No. And there's going to be a mummer with a burlap sack over Stop. their head stitched together and a knife. Stop it. Do you know that um, a guy I went to design school with who does, he works on um, this group called Grind Mind. They make horror films in Newfoundland mm-hmm. and they did one called The Mummer or Mummering. Oh, that's like- And it was a horror movie about mummers. That's, it writes itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But I think we should watch a Christmas movie later. I love the princess ones. Can we watch the horror movie about mummers? In the daytime. <laughs> you didn't get, you didn't, that's one of our traditions that you didn't let me do this year. Halloween tradition where you get to watch Listen, one scary movie a night for the, all the months, the days in October. Okay. And we didn't watch one. No, we, you know what? You want to know why? Because this year I am extra fucked up from the pandemic mm-hmm. that I do not think I could handle it. <laughs> Remember when we started watching Contagion back in March? And I had a fucking panic attack before and cried it, for like, four hours straight. Before it like hit here? Yes. It was awful. <laughs> Do you like, remember I was sobbing? Was a bad idea. <laughs> I was sobbing into your chest for four hours. You were like, okay, time to stop. <laughs> they don't really start bleeding from the orifices. Yeah. I was freaking out. So anyway, can you imagine if I watch a horror movie? Like every single sound in the house. It was so like, it was funny. I was listening to Sarah Dietschy's podcast and she was talking about how um, for whatever reason, like she'd hear a sound and she'd like wake up immediately and be terrified in her apartment. <laughs> and I was like, this has been happening to me as well. Like any little sound, wake up. What the fuck was that? Death Rona? <laughs> Death Rona knocking on the door. <laughs> she dressed like a mummer. <laughs> Sack over his head. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on from this topic and to our next topic. Do you have any like fun holiday, like Christmas stories? Um, No. <laughs> no, that time where they that that woman sat on the on the cup and it exploded. Oh, yeah, that was pretty, that you was, broke it. You broke it. The best part about that story is that like saying you broke it is like a part of our relationship now. And like anytime like something happens <laughs> and it breaks, like, breaks, if you like drop your phone and it's like and you're like, oh fuck, it's like you broke it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Every time. It always cuts the tension too. If somebody's bit. really angry, <laughs> you broke it. <laughs> we should program that in the broadcast. <laughs> yes. you, 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 you broke it. <laughs> that's a great one. God, that's good. Um, well, I have kind of like a story that if you guys watch all of our videos and you'd already know this, but I don't think everybody watches our videos or all of our videos or even to the end of our videos. So we see you the watch time. We see you. Yeah, we see you. Okay. We see that graph that does this. Yeah. You know, there's bloopers at the end of all of our videos. There's a right. funny moment. There's a, you know, anyway, so a couple of years ago, 
uh, we were home in St. John's um, for the holidays and we decided for New Year's, we were- Go for a couple's massage? (laughs) Oh no, that wasn't Christmas. No, that wasn't Christmas. That was in the dead ass summer. (laughs) In Newfoundland, St. John's on the East Coast, there's a place called Cape Spear. And that is the most easterly point in North America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chris and I and Chris's sister decided that it would be fun to drive all the way out to Cape Spear and ring in the new year, be the first people in North America to ring in the new year um, at Cape Spear. So we, instead of going to any parties, because fuck parties, I also really don't like New Year's. Oh my God. Because it's all about like partying and drinking. And I'm just like, so not into that. One year I had a really bad cold for New Year's and I had to stay home. And it was the best New Year's because I just watched TV, like movies. Oh, that's great. It was great. Um, I think you were on call. You must've been on call. Cause like, why wouldn't you have been there? Cause you hate parties too. Also. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we, we drove out to Cape Spear, which is like 20 minutes outside the St. John's downtown. And we walked out, got out of the car. It was freezing. Not only was it cold, but we're at Cape Spear and you're on top of a cliff and the wind whips you like nothing else. It was cold and windy. It takes your breath away. It's so cold. But it was a magical moonlit night. It was beautiful. The sky was super clear. It was windy. Yeah. But it was very clear. It was the moon must. I don't know if it was like a full moon or something, but. But the A7S2. Killed it. So we walked out to the lookout, purely lit by the moonlight mm-hmm. with the camera. A7S2 killed it. Ocean waves crashing below crashing. On, the, on the rocks. Fireworks in the distance yep. being set off in the harbor. And there was nobody. Nobody around. There was nobody there. But more importantly, there was nobody that was more Eastern than us. Than us at that moment. On the entire continent. Yeah. So we, as the earth was spinning and throwing us into the new year, we were the first people in North America to cross into the new year. I love it. That was cool. It was a, a different way to, to bring in the new year. And I was on the edge. So I was more Eastern than all of you. Were you on the edge of glory? With you. Obviously. Every yeah. day of my life. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> so yeah, that was unique. That was unique. And it was cool. Just, I, I still think about that like footage with the A7S2. Mm-hmm. I think that moment filming there, like lit by the moon was just like one of those standout. Oh yeah. I love this camera moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coming home and seeing how well the footage turned out. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, this year we're probably not going to do anything. Cause guess what? There's a pandemic and we're, doing our part and we're staying home and not socializing with anybody because that's what's recommended and that's what we're doing. Okay. So that's the holiday podcast. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hearing think, about our weird traditions. Yeah. Or and like thereof. the movies we like and hate and like our decor. Um, uh, qu- one question before we go, Chris, uh-huh. real tree or fake tree? Uh, so I like the real tree cause it smells nice. Yes. But I feel bad cutting down a tree, yeah. like a single-use tree. A lot of those trees were were grown to be cut down, like from a Christmas tree farm. But yes, I know what I you suppose, mean. It's really sad. But I mean, like, or you could have just grown a tree and not cut it down. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so you're a team fake tree? I feel like fake, yeah. I don't know. I'm undecided. Yeah. I'm team no tree because I'm lazy. Can I leave it at that? <laughs> bah humbug. It's always me who has to pick up all <laughs> the seasonal. Look here. 
Um, I'm I really like a real tree because I feel like it has those like Nordic vibes. I like Your the team smell. real tree camo. Yeah, but I also feel bad about cutting a real tree down. So I think this year we're just gonna get a small tree. Yeah, maybe that's worse. So what I like to do tree. is I like to go to the place and choose the sorriest looking tree. Yeah, like the Charlie Brown tree yeah. that you know nobody's gonna buy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of do that when I'm in the grocery store too with the fruit. Yeah, like as long as it's not shapes. like rotten. Yeah, like weird shaped fruits. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to go eat I some- do the same thing with my spouse. <laughs> Watch out. Your eyeballs are going <laughs> to detach, reattach, and then detach again, and then fall out onto your lap because they look like they're going to fall out of your face. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Christ, Mary okay. and Joseph is in the, garden time, in the nativity scene. It's time for- Tuxedo time? Cherry cake. Cherry cake edition. Yeah, we're going to go eat some cherry cake, fresh cherry cake. Maybe we'll watch a movie. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this special edition of Tuxedo Time Christmas edition. And next time, I don't know what we'll talk about. Probably- 2021. 2021 and the- Are there going to be rules or just going to be no rules? All right. It's fine. Still alive. Yep, exactly. We have our life and our health and that's- Yep. Okay. Thank you for listening. We will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.